All right, so at the beginning of each year, I usually preach a vision of the year message. So you guys know that we have an overarching vision. Now that doesn't change year to year. So it's like giving God the best years of your life, HOGC 21, City on the Hill, and, and uh, Generations, like the book. So that doesn't change all the time. However, every year, we have a yearly vision, like uh, Peace to Build for the last two years. And every year, I, I usually preach something that's more practical. And also for the COVID season, something practical to navigate this crisis is a good thing. But this year, I feel that the Lord has put into my heart something very spiritual. So I want you to get ready for it because you need to receive it spiritually, not just mentally, not even emotionally. All right, so first of all, turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. All right, and this is how you need to receive the message. So 1 Corinthians 2, 14, the Bible says, but people who aren't spiritual, they cannot receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them, and they cannot understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. So you are going to get spiritual. So turn to your neighbour and say, you are going to get spiritual. Alright, so are you ready? Now let's get going. I have been talking to pastors, reading uh, statistics and surveys and uh, polls from pastors. And Christianity was hit quite badly during this pandemic. A lot of pastors are saying that when, they, when services resume again, they do not expect um, people to come back. A lot of them say they actually think that half or less than half of their congregation will come back to church compared to pre-COVID. And, and you know what? Of all the pastors surveyed, they say that only 4% of them say that they, their church have grown in person, not, not just online, in real people over the pandemic season, only 4% of them. So with this, while we are really sad and praying for the rest of Christianity, we can also just be encouraged in light of the context that Heart of God Church, you, you guys, you guys grew from 4,000 to 5,000 people. You are the top 4% of churches. And I say this, glory to God, but also credit to you. Because while I am and the pastors and the, the staff, we are looking into the organization of the church, but it's you who are actually reaching people. So give yourself a big, big hand clap 
So Heart of God Church, you are an outlier. You are abnormal in a good way. But still, in this context, still, even in our church, while we are growing in numbers, it is still a difficult season. It's a season of personal responsibility for your spiritual life. It's a season of personal ownership for your spiritual life. Why? Because there is not a lot of fellowship. I know how to God church, you all like to hang out after service. Now you are shoot away after service. Um, you, you like to hang out like uh, in your CGs, uh, in the big group, in your zones, but now it's very limited. You know that after serving a whole day in, in the ministries, all of you like to chill with your trench buddies, right? No more that. Uh, we like revival nights. We like the laying on of hands and praying for people. We like the atmosphere, the praying in the Spirit together. But now, all those are gone. You are on your own. No more lifeguards. And that's why this is a season that you, it's a true test of your spiritual life. A true test of the state of your spiritual life, of the condition of your heart. So listen, we do not know when the camps will start, when the big services will start. So this year, it is important for you to build your personal spiritual life. So are you ready? Vision 2021. This is our vision. It is to feed your spirit and starve your flesh. You need to feed your spirit and starve your flesh. So it is a very personal vision. It means that you have to take personal ownership of your spiritual life. Listen, most of us, thank God we're in Singapore, will not die of the virus. But you know what? We as Christians may die spiritually. Will you still be strong post-pandemic? Will you still be around in church, serving on fire for Jesus after the pandemic? Amen? So, I want to talk to you about feeding your spirit and starving your flesh. So, look at this verse. What does it mean, flesh and spirit? Romans 8, verse 5 to verse 8. It says here, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Look at verse 6. To be carnally minded is death. To be fleshly is spiritual death, the Bible says. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. How many of you want life and peace? Yeah. If you want that, it is not going for a Zen massage. 
It is not playing peaceful music or white noise when you sleep. It is to be spiritually minded. Next week, I will talk about what it means to be spiritually minded, all right? But you have peace and life because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It means it's in conflict with God. It is fighting against God for it is not subject to the laws of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. I know we want to please God, right? How many of you want to please God? It's very clear in the Bible, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So to please God, we need to be spiritual. Amen? So, let's get started. Every morning, I will read my Bible, I will pray, and, and I love my God time. But in the last few weeks, almost one to two months, God has been putting uh, my mind and my heart on this uh, scripture. So it's in Genesis chapter 8, all right? And, and it's about Noah. So I want to pick it up at chapter 8. So, so the backstory of him building the ark against all odds, against ridicule. And we want to pick up the story when the rains came and the floods came. So chapter 8, verse 1, Genesis. It's going to be a long passage, all right? But it's good. It's Bible study. Especially those of you who are new in the heart of God, church, you need to know your Bible. So this is for you. I'm going to read it. Verse 1, But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth and flood waters began to recede. The underground waters stopped flowing and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. So the flood waters gradually receded after the, from the earth after 150 days. So it was 40 days of downpour and then 150 days for the flood to recede. Exactly five months from the time the flood began. The boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Then two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks uh, became visible. Another 40 days, Noah opened the window uh, that he had made in the boat, he released a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the flood waters on the earth had dried up. So he also released a dove to see if the water has receded and it could find dry ground. But the dove could find no place to land because the water still covered the ground. So it returned to the boat. And Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time, the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. And then Noah knew that the floodwaters were almost gone. He waited another seven days and then released the dove again and this time, the dove did not come back. Verse 13, Now, Noah was now 601 years old. 
When he entered the boat, he was 600 years old. Now he is 601 years old. Sometimes I think that by the time the pandemic is over, we will all be 601 years old. You know, I, I, when I read this, I was like, personal um, understanding. Because last year was my, Pastor Lee and my 50th birthday. And, and we were planning to have a holiday and to celebrate our 50th, right? And then COVID hit and Pastor Leah spent her birthday staying at home, you know, during Circuit Breaker. And then my birthday came, it was a little bit better, I could celebrate with like three other people. <laughs> and then now it's like Pastor Leah's birthday is coming up again. So I almost feel like by the time pandemic is over, I'm going to be 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, uh, 10 and a half months after the flood began, the flood waters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted uh, back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by. And at last, the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their... I think before God finished His commandment, they are out the door already. Verse 17, release the animals. Uh, I'm going to skip to the last part. Verse 19, and all of the large and small animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair. Pair by pair. I read this and I thought, this must be the best singles mixing married exercise in history. They all went in single and they all came out pair by pair. For Heart of God Church, I have an inspiration. Next year, all the singles, we are going to lock you in a boat for more than a year and you will come out pair by pair. So anyway, jokes aside, you can see all the numbers of days uh, on the screen, but Noah was trapped in his ark for 375 days. So listen, talk about cabin fever, fever. You know, we are complaining when we had two months of circuit breaker, right? Noah, been through it all. I mean, he was quarantined, isolated, worked from home, home-based learning, stay-home notice. I mean, he did it all. I mean, think about it. You guys are trapped at home. He is trapped at home with a zoo. You think he want to get out? He surely wants to get out. That is why this passage of the Bible, do you, do you feel his anxiety to get out? It's like after 40 days, after 150 days, and then another two months, and then another seven days. Oh, I can, I can go. Yes, the water is receded. The Bible, another seven days. And then, and then another two more months. It's like one anticlimax after another. One false dawn after another. 
How many of you feel it's kind of like what you and I were going through? It's like, remember when COVID hit last year? Remember, it was like Chinese New Year time and I was preaching to you about HOGC decentralized. Remember that video? And, and then we were thinking, we will be back by Easter. See, all of you are laughing right now. And then, and then we were saying, okay, okay, we have the best Easter ever, decentralized, 8,000 people. We will surely be back by Christmas. Christmas came, Christmas is gone, we are still not back yet. And, and then remember when, when they say, wow, we got it under control. And then globally, second wave, third wave. And then remember when, when the vaccine came out, we're like, yeah, we can travel again. And then new variant. Then you have South African variant, then you have British variant. And then in Singapore, new cluster. It's one anticlimax, one false dawn after another. It's like, yes, we can go. We can get out now. Oh, we can. We can get out now. Oh, no, we cannot. So as I look at this, I see myself in Noah, trapped with waters all around us. Now, let me insert a clause here, all right? The flood in Noah's time, in Genesis 8, was a judgment of, of God. I am not saying that the pandemic is a judgment of God. Don't connect the dots when Pastor Howe is not teaching it, all right? I'm not saying this pandemic is a judgment from God because all of you may take this to the extreme. What I am saying is that I can feel Noah's frustration. We all can. We can put ourselves in his shoes and that eagerness to get out and resume life and go back to new normal. But there's no more new normal that we feel like him, isolated and trapped. We are in similar situation. But my point to you, and I feel God's word, to all of you in Heart of God Church, and to all of you listening on air, is this. We should not expect to be out of the ark soon. You know, I, I'm not a doomsday prophet, but, but I feel in my spirit, it, it will be till the rest of this year. Maybe even next year. Because if you keep on priming yourself, it's going to be over in two months. It's going to be over in three months. You not only will be continually disappointed, you will also not plan accordingly. I want to encourage you as a church, as a business, as a career person, as a student, and especially personally, in your personal life, in your personal spiritual life, you need to start planning that is not going to be over for the rest of the year. I notice your response is not so enthusiastic now. Hey, if it doesn't happen, I am the first one to be happy. I need to celebrate my birthday before I'm 601. 
But you need to plan that this year is going to be the same. It gets a little bit better, but it might not go back to how it was pre-COVID. And I'm saying this especially for your spiritual life. That's why the vision for this year is feed your spirit. You take responsibility of your own spiritual life. It is to starve your flesh that you take responsibility, ownership of your flesh and put it under self-control. You, you cannot rely on HOGC, cell group leader, revival nights to bail you out or to jumpstart your spiritual life. You know, I notice that some people, when they come for revival nights or they come for Sunday service, it's almost like a spiritual ambulance coming into the ER and the pastor needs to flatline. And after two hours of service, you get up. And every weekend is a spiritual resuscitation. No, 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 no. In this pandemic, in this situation, you will not survive. That is why you need to feed your spirit yourself and starve your flesh yourself. Amen? Let me go back to, the, to this story of Noah, shall we? And, and you notice that Noah sent out two birds the raven and the dove. And, and why two birds? It's very interesting. So, so the raven and the dove, understand this. The raven is a flesh-eating bird. It is a scavenger. It, it will eat dead animals, dead carcasses. In Leviticus 11, it says that the raven is an unclean bird. On the other hand, the dove. Now, you know the dove if you're a Christian for like five minutes. <laughs> the, the dove is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. The dove is a, a clean bird. The dove eats uh, plants and seeds. So they are complete opposites. And Noah sent out both birds. Now, why did Noah do so? On surface reading, we think that it is to find land. But there's something deeper in that, and, and it's very interesting. Now, Noah is a smart man. He knows how this animal works, how the birds work. Now, even if he doesn't, he lived one year with them. So he will know. I mean, if you really think about it, the logistics, of making sure there is enough food for all the animals in the ark. See, if Noah had not prepared food for all the animals and birds in the ark, by the time the flood is over, you're only left with carnivorous animals. So he must make sure the carnivores are fed. So he knows that the, the raven or the crow, same bird, eats flesh, and the dove eats seeds and plants. You got it? Now, coming back, he sends out two birds. 
all right? And listen, in a flood situation, beyond the dangers of drowning or being swept away by the waters, um, the greater danger after the flood is diseases. You know, dead animals, rotting carcasses, and that will bring the diseases. So when Noah sent out the raven, it was not just to look for land. Noah knows that when the raven goes out, it is going to feed on dead animals. So Noah knows that if this bird goes out and it returns back to the ark, it means there's no dry land, but it also means he can tell that if its claws were, have little pieces of flesh, if its body were smeared with blood, he knows that there are floating carcasses out there. He knows that disease is still rampant. So even though if the waters have receded a little, it is still not safe to go out. You getting this? So when the raven went out, it was to look for flesh. On the other hand, when the dove went out, it wasn't to look for flesh because no one knows that the dove will not feed on dead animals. So when the dove came back the second time with a fresh, the Bible says, fresh olive leaf, it means that it has found not just land, but things are living again. Things are growing again. Amen? And so you know that the dove is the symbol of peace. Even the non-Christians use it, right? You always have the picture of the dove with that olive branch on its beak. It's a picture of peace. The, the English have a phrase when somebody says he is extending an olive branch to you. That means that this person is extending um, uh, an offer of peace, of reconciliation. So Dove had that kind of uh, symbolism. So listen, the raven will rest on dead animals and flesh. But the dove, the dove will not rest on a dead thing. That's why Noah sent out two birds. The raven was to look for fresh flesh. The dove was to look for growing, living things. So the raven was sent out to look for dead flesh. The dove was sent out to look for living things. Now, are you ready for this? So this is the vision for 2021. This is the picture the Holy Spirit has been giving me many mornings. And it's this. During this pandemic season, last year, this year, I see two birds going out to and fro the earth, back and forth from the world. The raven and the dove. The raven is going out to look for flesh. 
Whereas the dove is going out to look for spiritual. So, this year, and I tell you this is spiritual this year. I believe this message, this vision for How to God Church this year is both a spiritual encouragement um, to the spiritual Christian. It is a, a faith-building vision. But at the same time, it is also a prophetic warning to the Christians who are unspiritual, who are fleshly. So you're hearing this message right now, and I don't usually preach like this, but this message is going out to Christians, the Christians who are fleshly and the Christians who are spiritual. And this is what will happen. The Christians who are fleshly, who did not, will not feed their spirit, but instead feed their flesh. Listen, the raven is going to and fro the earth, back and forth the world, and the raven is looking for some place to land. The raven is looking for some people to rest on because ravens are attracted to flesh. Ravens are attracted to flesh like like sharks smell blood in the water. So the, when, the, when the ravens go out, it is looking for flesh. But when the dove goes out, it is looking for the spiritual. So this is what will happen. The fleshly Christians, those who are not committed, those who are not serious, those who are half backslidden, the Bible calls them lukewarm. I believe this season, this pandemic season, the raven will look for you and be attracted to you just like ravens are attracted to flesh and it will find you. And let me tell you, the, those who are wavering, doubting, will be backslidden. Those who are following Jesus at a distance will no longer follow Jesus. Those who are a bit backslidden will be completely backslidden. Those who are sinning occasionally will sin habitually. It becomes a stronghold. Those, those who are not serious for God will no longer be serious, will be completely out. Those who are sitting on the fence or on the fringe will now be completely out. Those who are negative will be bitter. Those who are offended will be critical and cynical. In other words, the raven will find them and you'll be worse. So you will see a separation. You will see a testing. You will see people leaving. But on the other hand, the positive, the spiritual Christian, listen, the dove will find you. The dove is looking for some place to land, someone to rest on. The dove is the Holy Spirit. 
So I want you to be excited. This, this in no way is a doomsday message. I am excited because the dove will find you, will be attracted to you, and the dove will rest on you. In other words, flesh is attracted to flesh, spirit, it will be attracted to spirit. You will encounter God more, you will experience God more. The holy ones will get holier. The spiritual ones will get more spiritual. Those who have been praying, you will spend more time praying. Those of you who love the Word of God will get revelations upon revelations. Those of you who love to worship, you will experience a breakthrough in your worship. Those of you who are serving, who are reaching out, you will get more breakthroughs, more encounters with God, more anointed, more miracles. And I'm believing that for you. It's going to happen. So, so it's going to be like this. It's like what the, the Bible talks about, the parable of the five talents. It's going to be like this. The one with one talent and bury it, even the one will be taken away. Those with a little spirituality and will not work on it, will not feed their spirit, but instead feed their flesh, even the little spirituality will be taken away. But those with five talents and you multiply it, you get more and more spiritual in this season where you don't have the church, your church friends, your pastors to jumpstart you, to bail you out. You are on your own and you go to the Word of God. You pray at home in your room. You read the Bible by yourself. Your five talents will multiply to 10 talents. So I'm believing that, Heart of God Church, you will come back stronger, more anointed, more powerful. That is what... We're going to be, we are not just going to grow in quantity. We are going to grow in quality as well. You are going to be a strong church because you are strong Christians. So God is using this season, the dove going out to build strong Christians. Amen. So while the flesh will be exposed. The spirit will be revealed. The spirit will be unveiled, unleashed. So I'm actually excited. I'm excited because, because at the end, when the flood recedes and everything, the truth has, and we will have a strong church because you are strong. And, and can I speak to all the leaders here? Don't be discouraged when you have some people leaving. Because one thing you notice about ravens is that ravens, while they are attracted to the flesh, they are also attracted to the flesh together. They always gather together. Ravens always gather together. Flesh always gather 
together. This is both a spiritual principle and also a psychological principle. Spiritual being that flesh attracts flesh. Psychological is, as you hear it, birds of the same kind flock together. So you'll notice that negative people attracts negative people. Bitter, offended people attracts bitter, offended people. But faith-filled people attract faith-filled people. So, guys, have you noticed that backsliders always hang out together? Wow, that's a resounding yes to all the leaders here. And sometimes you wonder why. Like, why? Now you know why. Flesh attracts flesh. So it's almost like they form a HOGC uh, alumni. The only difference is that they did not graduate, they dropped out. So listen. Now I'm just trying to be a little bit naughty here. But, but there is... It, this is all over the Bible. You know, there's always going to be the lamb, the sheep, and then the goat. There's always going to be a separation. But it's going to be even more obvious and distinct in this season. There will be a raven spirit, a raven culture, a raven mindset. And, and, and you know what? Flesh can smell and pick up flesh. It is amazing how I hear stories of one HOGC member who is doubting, wavering, or maybe offended or bitter. And next thing you know, you have backsliders coming to contact them. You know why? Because it's like vouchers in the desert. They circle around dead carcasses. So, that's why flesh are attracted to flesh. Flesh will feed on flesh. So can I say something to all the leaders here? Now, I'm not asking you to be critical or, or angry, but when you see that coming in this year, don't be so disappointed. But I want you to focus on the spiritual because conversely, God has sent out the dove. The spiritual will get more spiritual. Your leaders will rise up to be better leaders. While they are leaders of three, they will now be leaders of 30, 50. Your prayer meeting will be more spiritual. More people will come for your prayer meeting. The prophecies are more accurate. When you move in the Holy Spirit, it is going to be more precise. The power of God is going to be in your zone, in your CG. That's going to happen for us, for you, for Heart of God Church. I believe that. Hallelujah. Amen? And you see, that is why it is biblical where the dove is looking for a person to rest on. John chapter 1, verse 32 to 33. And John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending. Like a dove. 
from heaven and resting upon Jesus. In the next verse, it says, the Spirit descended and rested is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 10, verse 6, and if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on him. If not, it will return to you. When you have a son and daughter of peace in your CG, a spiritual person, seeking, hungry, that's the person that you need to go and disciple and build up because your peace will land on it, will rest on it. But if it's a fleshly person for years who refused to feed their spirit, refused to starve their flesh, guess what? Your peace will return with you. So I want to ask a question before I end. The dove and the raven will go out. Which bird will rest on you? And that's decided by what you want to do this year. Half the Christian will stop attending church. This is a global survey. Will you be in church growing on fire on the other side of the pandemic? Half the people will be gone globally. So you need to feed your spirit. You need to starve your flesh. So the vision for this year is very simple. Say with me, feed your Starve your flesh. Feed the dove. Starve the raven. Starve the raven. So listen, why don't you turn to your neighbour and say, feed your spirit. Turn to the other side and say, starve the flesh. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe or share it with your friends. You can connect with us and our senior pastors, Pastor Hao and Pastor Leah, on Instagram or Facebook. Also, do join us for our online services, HOGC On Air, or for one of our in-person services on the weekends if you're in Singapore. To find out more, just visit www.hogc.sg. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.